we have been taught for a long time, and life has done a lot of that, and colonization and capitalism, that it is not safe to be you, that for you to be successful, you need to be this specific person in this specific spot. And I actually don't believe that at all. Imagine building wealth beyond your ancestors' wildest dreams and working on something that brings you purpose rather than chasing a paycheck. If you are ready to dive into understanding your relationship with money and create the money systems you need to design your dream life and earn passive income, you need to be part of my Vivala Investing Program. Join today by using the link in the show notes. My name is Lucy King. I am on a mission to teach Latinas and women of color how to build generational wealth by healing their relationship with money, invest in the stock market, and launch an online business. I am a mom, a wife, a speaker, and author who launched her online business after I was denied access to financial advice because I didn't have $100,000 to start investing. Just like you, I used to believe that we Latinas and women of color have to work mentally and physically hard to earn money. On this show, I share the strategies to manage your dinero, all things finance, and well-building from a holistic perspective. I give you relatable personal finance tips with solo and guest episodes every week. Welcome to Say Hola Well Podcast. ¿Estás lista? ¡Vamos! Busy Mujer, before we dive into today's Dinero Chisme, I want to remind you to follow us on social if you are loving the podcast. Want to build community and learn all of the money chisme and behind the scenes of our business. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Twitter, and everywhere else on social. If you are loving the podcast, please leave us a review. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, it is the easiest way to share our podcast and help other mujeres find us and build wealth juntas. So take a moment to review and subscribe so you don't miss any dinero chisme. For more well-building tips, make sure you check our blog at www.sayolawell.com slash blog. If you're ready to increase your dinero, check out my free 20A Passive Income Guide to be entered to join my email list where I share personal finance chisme, upcoming events, and community updates to help you build wealth. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, mujeres. Welcome back to the Say Hola Well podcast. This month, we are doing a series on mindset, and this could not be the same if I don't bring someone to talk about manifesting. So I'm going to go ahead and welcome Sandra. Welcome to the podcast. How are you? I am amazing. Thank you so much for inviting me. I want people to know who you are because you are a badass mujer. So tell us who you are and what you do. Yeah, so my name is Sandra. I'm an author. I'm a coach. I'm getting my somatic experience in right now as well. And I teach people how to manifest. So I'm the manifesting chica. I found the law of attraction 17 years ago. I turned my life around. And about five years ago, I've been teaching now thousands of chicas, if you can, people that have bought my book. So it's been an amazing journey. And like you said, it is all about manifesting and 
like you, you know, bringing your message to first gen and Latinas, I am too trying to bring Latinas into understanding what the law of attraction is and what manifesting is. I love it. And I remember years ago, reading a few books about the law of attraction, the law of manifesting and all of these things. And, and we're going to dive to some of those topics. But before we get there, I want to ask you, how did you grow up and what was your relationship with money? Yeah, so I grew up middle class in Monterey, Mexico. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. My dad was, was a doctor and he worked in a hospital. They were hustlers. My dad had two side hustles on top of his main job. So I started working by the time I was 13. I was contributing to the businesses in the house. I was the driver, the chemist, because he had a laboratory. I was the secretary. So I started working really early in my life. I was very privileged that I never had to wonder where my next meal was going to come from or where my next, you know, what I was going to have to move. I was just, so I think that really influenced my relationship with money um, in that I always felt that money was available to me, that abundance was going to be available to me. When in my younger years, when I moved from being under my parents to being on my own, as mo most people, I got severely in debt. And he was having to learn how to kind of walk in my own two feet, right? So I had to make decisions. But, you know, I always had the belief that abundance was available to me and that things were taken care of. And, and I, am, I am so glad that that had been kind of like the mindset that I carried through my life. But that was not the mindset of my parents. The mindset of my parents was, you got to work hard. You got to put the hours and money barely scrapes by. And I can see the difference between my mindset and the mindset of my mom, for example. And you said a, a key word right there was, I've always felt abundance and you grew up seeing that. So you also said, I, I had to believe that there was more. I have seen that that belief on the things that we do has everything to do with our success, whether it's financial, whether it's personal in our careers, in our ability to build generational wealth. Not everyone knows about manifesting, right? You're the manifesting chica, but not everyone knows or understands. And in our cultura, I think there's also a lot of skepticism when it comes to things yeah. like this, right? So how can someone manifest or start manifesting this year? Yes. So, you know, manifesting is a natural law, just like the law of gravity. You know, you get up in the morning and you don't worry, am I going to float today or am I going to hit the floor? Like, gravity is always happening whether you know that, whether you're aware of it or not. And it's the same with the law of attraction. The law of attraction is happening whether you're aware or not. So what I teach women is how can you make the law of attraction work for you? Because it's happening. You're manifesting right now. You have a point of attraction and you're either allowing good and well-being and, and abundance or you're not, right? So you might as well become aware of it so you can do it. So basically, we go through life, we notice something that is not what we would like it to be, and we have a desire. We say, I wish it was different. And the moment that desire is born, the universe creates it for you and it's holding it for you so that you can catch up with it and let it in. And the way we let it in is through our energy. We allow it in. 
when we are a match to a desire. And the only reason we have that desire is because we think it's going to make us happy. So it's a very high energy, that desire. So the highest your energy, the easier everything that you want is going to flow into your experience. So our work is to raise our vibration. I understand that sometimes it's really hard to go from sadness all the way to joy and gratitude to start where you are and just move a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And little chips create huge results. The thing is, every desire you ever had is waiting for you. It's going nowhere. So don't freak out. Just relax into the process and just know that just one tiny bit of you bringing your energy up is going to start allowing things in. That's how the law of attraction works. So if you want to start manifesting right now, just become very aware. Where is my law? Where is my point of attraction right now? Am I feeling joy and gratitude? Am I... Or am I down in hopelessness? And I like to say that in the absence of joy, getting back into alignment feels like relief. If you are down in hopelessness, how can you get a little bit of relief and maybe move up to anger or move up to disappointment? But then soon enough, you might start in hope, right? So the universe will meet you wherever you are. This is so beautiful. I love everything you're saying because... You touch on the little steps. And I think, you know, based on your experience and my personal experience, I see you on TikTok. You know, she has this amazing vibe that I love. And so that, that's, that's one of the reasons why I got attracted to you because I was like, she's just positive. She's talking about the possibilities. We were not always here. There was a point in our lives where we have to be the ones doing the little baby steps to get where we are today. So manifesting is a practice and how often do we have to do it to make it work or how does this work you know it's like everything it takes time for you to become for it to become a habit one of the exercises that i give to people that i work with is you know just put a reminder on your phone every half an hour every hour and maybe a little word that you know what it means maybe witness and just check your vibration and start getting familiar with your vibration and what it is at all times. And then there's going to come a time, and I, I tell this to everybody, and it doesn't take too long once you start doing this work. It might take a few months. But there's going to come a time when your vibration being high is your new set point. And when your vibration is not high, you're going to feel it. You're going to notice it. It will be like, you know, if you're very used to drinking water all the time and one day you don't get any water, you're going to feel it. You're going to be like, oh my God, my, my tongue is dry, my skin feels dry. Let that become your new normal. It will take time to get there, but it won't be that long. Like you say, it is a practice. Now, Sandra, what would you say to those people that, again, I'm going to bring back La Cultura, that are like, oh yeah, whatever, it's not going to happen. Because I want to say that a lot of us grew up with parents that are very pessimistic. And so going from what we know, right, what we what feels safe to, okay, now I'm going to manifest. I'm going to create the, my dream life. Like, how can someone move from that point of like pessimism to like, okay, I'm going to try it and I'm going to see it and I'm going to keep going? Yeah, you know, we underestimate how connected we are. We are a mass consciousness and we're very connected. And not everybody is going to come up 
to the same place at the same time. So if you're intrigued about it, just be wondering. You know, I always, people talk about affirmations. I heard this a while ago. It's called like affirmation, and I'm in love with that, which is just I wonder to, wondering, what if I can create the life that I want? What if I can manifest abundance? What if, if, if saying I am abundant or I'm manifesting abundance feels so much out of reach, you start with the possibility, with opening up, you know, go from this is not possible to what if it is possible? It's such a gentle change, yet it changes everything because you're moving from a dead end to stuck to possibilities right there. And something that I love and I want this for everyone to hear. Once you put those questions to the universe, the desire to see more, to be more, the universe wants nothing more than come in and fill that gap. And you're going to start seeing signs little by little. And then it becomes so exciting and it's such an amazing ride. So just allow yourself to turn from this dead end of this is not possible, this is not going to happen to me, to what if it is possible? What if it can happen to me? And then hang on, because everything is going to change. I'm feeling your energy and my whole body as you're speaking have waves of energy like inside of me. You have a whole community that, that you coach. You are a somatic coach. Um, how does your day look like? I mean, you're teaching every other mujer like let's manifest, but how how does your day look like? Get all chisme. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I do have some other businesses that I work in, but you know, when I dedicate to this, it can be anything from meeting a mujer, like you said, that is deep in doubt. So we talk about what could be possible. You know, the work that I do is help people just I hold the mirror to them so they can recognize the deserving, the loving, the capable, the powerful person that they are. They, I, I don't create change. I just remind them of who they are. And that could look like many things I do. By the way, on Saturday, I'm doing a master class. The rest of the time, I'm creating content and coaching. And then I also write. I wrote my first book. I'm, this year, I'm working on my second book in a secret project that I'm working. Yeah, it's busy. Every time I get an email or I talk to a chica, I just feel like the luckiest person in the world that I get to do this. I agree with you. Being a coach is one of the most amazing blessings that I've had had the experience to do. I want to come back to something that you said that I was like, this is very interesting to me because you said I hold the mirror and I show my clients who they are, right? And I've noticed that as coaches, we see the possibilities. I'm going to give you an example. I have people that come to work with me who have a lot of money, anxiety, a lot of money, trauma, a lot of money fears. And when they come to me, like I know the things that they need help with, but when they come to me, I don't see them as the current state where they are. I see them as the possibility. So why is that? Why is it that we can see other people's virtuals and possibilities before we can see our own? I know it's funny, right? It's really hard to see the forest when you're in the middle of the trees. And I think that's what coaches and healers and therapists, I think that's what the work is, is being over here with your with the highest version of your client, connect with the highest version of your client and call 
hold them there. The universe is doing that, by the way, all the time to us. It's constantly calling us to be more of who we are, to be more authentic, to be more, you know, not capable because we are, but to remember how capable we are, how powerful we are. So the universe is doing that. But sometimes we're so stuck on the things that we don't want, the things that they are, that we don't see that. And our work as coaches, I always feel it's such a pleasure and such an honor to do this, is to hold space where they can feel vulnerable, where they can shed some of those conditioning and the culture and the religion and like, who do you think you are? Or the, querida la gente, just start shedding all of that so you can emerge in a safe space and then be like, okay, it's not too bad. Now I can maybe try a little more. And then maybe you try with your inner circle. Maybe you try to others. I think we have been taught for a long time, and life has done a lot of that, and colonization and capitalism, that it is not safe to be you. That for you to be successful, you need to be this specific person in this specific box. And I actually don't believe that at all. I think true success happens when you become your weird little self and you let the world see it. Yeah, so beautiful. And I agree with you. Um, first of all, the one thing you said about that it is hard to see a tree when you are Definitely. in the middle of the forest. Like that was so powerful. And this is something that I often talk about how we are a byproduct of our environment. So if we're in an environment that doesn't celebrate us, speaking of la cultura, doesn't celebrate us wanting more, doesn't celebrate us wanting to be wealthy, happy, manifesting, having everything abundance, chances are that we're not going to get it. And I love that you said that find someone who can help you like that community, the, the mujeres, because there are a lot of mujeres that are wanting and creating what you want, you know, maybe not exactly the same, but they're going after their dreams. So finding that community is so key. Yeah. I love that. And then you also say, it's not safe to be you. That is another thing that the cultura and society teaches us, which I, slowly I'm seeing more and more um, Latinas and women of color just being like, whatever, I'm going to show as I am, I'm going to be me. And it's serving them. Now, are those mujeres just yeah. like, uh, you know, uh, and afraid? No, they're freaking afraid, but they're doing it afraid. So that brings me to my next point. Why should we start manifesting and doing things when we're not ready? Yeah, you know, I'm, I like to challenge a little bit this doing it afraid because um, depending where you are, that might actually send you into fight or flight. So I like to invite to change that, do it even though you're afraid, to do it because you feel you're safe. See, safety doesn't come from knowing that everything is going to be okay. Safety comes from knowing that even if it is not okay, you will be okay because you are capable, because you are deserving because you are powerful, because you surrounded yourself with people that know that you are, that knows who you really are. And you know that things can be falling apart around you and you will be standing on your own two feet. That's what safety is. So sometimes we want to do things and we're, we're petrified and we can't because we don't feel safe. 
we don't feel like we can have our back. So I always like to just put that little message out there because you you will be afraid. You know, going out of your comfort zone will always feel like fear. We'll always feel like, why am I doing this? I mean, I cannot tell you all of the nights that I go to bed thinking, why am I doing this to myself? But I always come back to who I am. And I know, I know that I will be okay. And I know that the universe has my back. And I know that I have this circle around me that they will have my back. So when you know that no matter what happens, you're going to be okay, you go for things. You try. You, you do things that feel a little bit scary. So the first step, I think, is finding that safety within you, finding that belief and that knowing that you will be okay. It's just so beautiful hearing you talk about the possibilities and a common theme that I see throughout this interview is like, you got to believe, right? Like regardless of your current situation and regardless of what the universe is going to throw back at us, right? Because we have this idea that manifesting our dream life is going to be a linear path, which is not. No, and it's part of manifesting. The only reason you have a desire is because you see something that does not look like what you want. So we want contrast because contrast is what brings in more abundance, is what brings in more health, is what brings in the loving relationship, is what brings in the giant home. The only reason we desire is because something is not like we want it to be. So contrast is always going to be part of our experience. And although when you're going through the midst of it, you don't feel quite grateful for it. You know, when you're on the other side and you manifested that desire that was born out of that contrast, you are grateful for contrast. Thank you for clarifying that. I want to talk about your book. What does Sandra had to go through to put the book out there in terms of mindset and the manifesting? And hey, si quieres llorar, you can, because I probably cry. (laughs) I see your book and, and I've shared your book with some friends. For me, going back to manifesting, like, when I was reading your book, I was like, I'm going to have this mujer on the podcast. And I haven't even made you. I haven't even found you online. And so when you're talking about lasting and putting things out there, you are one of the very few mujeres that I said, I want to interview them and bring them to the podcast. And look at here we are. So mujeres manifesting definitely works. Sandra, tell us about the process of writing your books. What kind of things do you have to unlearn? and let go to put up a book that now have served thousands and thousands of mujeres. I know, it is literally thousands, it blows me away. Writing the book actually didn't feel as daunting because I was writing it in my room, sitting in my chair, and it was like writing a story. It was writing everything that was in my heart. I was very lucky I I had an editor that kept pushing me. Sandra, I'm not seeing you yet. I'm not seeing you yet. And she kept pushing me. But that felt like a very safe space because it was kind of like my cocoon. Now, bringing the book into the world, doing the marketing, showing up in social media. Oh, my God. That was not easy. <laughs> oh, my God. And, again, I was very lucky that I had some coaches that um, little by little is starting me, starting helping me reconnect with myself and the person that I truly am. It wasn't easy. And I often tell people, if you go to my very first video on Facebook ever, it looks like I want to cry. 
But it's because I really wanted to cry. Like putting yourself out there, doing something that feels bigger than you, that, oh my God, it's, it's really daunting and it's really, really hard. And, and you know, I, I don't like using the word hard, but I think it deserves to be told that when you are going after something that is really, really big, it feels really, really vulnerable. But here's the thing that I knew in my heart. So number one, I knew I would be okay. I also know, and I say this very often, dreams are the whispers of what the universe has planned for you. You wouldn't have this dream if you're not being called to fulfill it. So I knew that everything was going to show up in a way that things were going to work out for me. And it's hard to see it when you are by yourself, the first time doing a video, the first time speaking to Chica, the first time creating a program, the first time no one shows up for your program, you know. But, but you got to know that this desire is calling you forward for a reason. And it's calling you forward because you were always meant to become that person that fulfilled that desire. And I knew that for me. And it's five years. And tomorrow I'm doing, um, like I said, I'm doing a master class. And I just checked this morning, and it's over 100 women that have signed to it. And I remember the first time I ever did a master class, Two people sign up, one showed up and left like 10 minutes in. <laughs> but I knew that I was meant to live this dream. And I cannot tell you how excited I get when I think about what is possible for me five years from now, 10 years from now. And uh, if anyone is listening to this and is like, oh my God, it feels impossible, just take one step, the next best step, that's all. And if that step didn't take you where you wanted, then take another step. But know that that dream that you want, it wants you as much as you want it. And it's calling you forward. Thank you, Sandra, for walking us through your journey. And I have a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to the podcast. And I appreciate you touching on the first time I did this master plan, I had X amount of people. So sometimes people don't show up because... I have seen that, like I have seen uh, some mujeres that in 20, I want to say 20, 2022, 2021, they were going full force on their business model. And then it just didn't happen, right? Maybe because people didn't show up, maybe because people didn't buy their program. And they are in this state of like, I just don't want to move because I, it didn't happen for me. But one of the beautiful things about life and what you're saying too is we have to keep going because we feel called for it, right? And now what works for me is that every time I go on social media or even when I'm talking on the, on the podcast as a solo episode, I'm not thinking about my fears. I'm not thinking about me at all. I'm thinking about my clients. I'm thinking about those mujeres who need to, to listen to my message. And most importantly, I'm thinking about the mujeres that are ready to be served, which means be back to that belief that you talk about throughout the podcast. As coaches, we have to we have to believe that there is someone out there ready to be served, ready to hear a message and ready for change. Because I know that, you know, the Latino community is very like, I'm forgiving sometimes when we want to put ourselves first, when we want more. We're like, oh, ambiciosa, you want more, you should be grateful. And so I appreciate you sharing that. Now, I want to point out that you talk about how you were successful with your book 
because you had coaches or a coach. Yeah. What was the mindset behind you allowing other people to help you? I often talk about this, which is that dreams are the whispers of what the universe has planned for you. You wouldn't have this dream if you're not being called to fulfill it. The universe perspective is huge. So allowing yourself to believe that there is people out there that can help you, that, that can give you a new perspective. I, you know, I'm, I work, before doing this, I worked in the food industry for 22 years. So I know that building, the being successful happens as a team. We were never meant to do this alone. We were meant to live in a village and rely on people that, that have seen it, have done it, know better, have a different perspective. So I had an editor. I went to someone that I that I knew that worked in the book industry, and she recommended me an editor. She was my coach. She was my ambassador to Quad when it came to writing the book. And then I had a coach that explained to me how online business work, and they helped me build my website and create. But then there was a lot of mindset that I had to overcome because you can have the website, you can have the flashy email, but you have to show up. And that was another coaching program for Latinos, actually, where as a community, we all grew during that time. And I still keep having coaches. I'm doing more um, spiritual work. So I'm doing a class on um, A Course in Miracles. I'm finishing my certification on somatic experiencing. But I, I actually, this is the, the, the first time I haven't had a coach since I started this. And the reason for a coach is, they hold you accountable, they see the person that you really are, and they provide so much perspective to what's happening in your life. I'm a huge believer in coaching for sure. I wanted you to share that because I want other mujeres to see that we are investing in ourselves constantly, that we're always looking for opportunities and that we are looking for community because without community, we don't thrive as much. So Sandra, what is your definition of wealth? I get the question often, how do you manifest abundance? And abundance to me is much more than money. Abundance is abundance of love, abundance of work, abundance of desire, abundance of purpose, abundance of family. You know, to me, money is a how. If you want to manifest money, you need to become very clear of what you're going to do with that money. You know, because there are many ways that abundance can show up in your life, not only as money, and actually it takes a little bit of the pressure when you are like, my first question when they say, well, I want more money. I'm like, what are you going to do with the money? And it's usually when I want a home. Why do you want a home? How are you going to feel when you have that home? And that's what you think about. That's what you talk about. Because having that will... See, the moment you have a desire and you become very clear on it, the universe is going to come and it's going to start sending you signals. It's going to start sending you signs and it's going to give you inspiration. And then it's going to bring people in your life. It's going to bring God feeling. It's going to see, it's going to bring like, oh, maybe I should do this. And from this place, yes, you're still going to take action. I'm a huge believer in action. I think that's the highest energy that exists out there. You still need to take action. But then it's not going to feel like you're going against the grain, that you're going up, you know, a mountain. It's going to feel like 
you have the wind beneath you pushing you forward. So for me, wealth is way more than money. It's the lifestyle that you want. It's the, the love in your life. It's the work that you're doing, the purpose that you have. A truly abundant life feels like joy. It feels like peace. Amen to that. I'm like, I, I welcome everything you said. And I also want to agree with you the way I view wealth. For me, it's not just having thousands and thousands of dollars in a bank account because I am wealthy when I'm healthy. I am wealthy when I have yeah. a support group. I really yeah. appreciate you saying that because, yeah, it's not just about the money. I mean, the money is just a tool. But if we don't know where we want to allocate the tool, we're going to have more. We're not going to know what to do with it. And then it creates like a whole set of things that we don't need. Because we have to get crystal clear on who we are, which I also teach that to my clients too. By the way, like you gotta be, you gotta be clear on who you are and where you want to be, and make yeah. that money work for you. So, tell us about your second book. When can we expect it? Yeah. So the first book is all about manifesting. How do you go from I have a desire to bring it into your life? But my second book is gonna be about the universe meeting you, whatever you are. I find that for people of color, women, marginalized communities, there is so much more that we need to overcome. It's not only your own mindset, but like you say, your own cultura, you have to overcome oppression, capitalism, colonization. And what I want is this message, what I want to convey is this message that it doesn't matter where you are, the universe will meet you there. And you can start. And I want to give you the tools so that if you are in a place of, of really feeling so disconnected from your dreams, you still can make it. So it's really about helping chicas and everyone out there that feel like the way the law of attraction is being thought right now gaslights you, that you finally feel seen, held, and heard. And that you hopefully after reading the book, you will feel like, I can do this. Yeah, I can do this. And I love that you talk about how you're integrating how to navigate with capitalism and colonization because that has shaped a lot of the way of how we think. Learning about money, uh, it's like a lot of people think that, oh, maybe she's just reading about like the stock market. But no, like there's actually a history of why money works the way it works, which is back to that what you were describing. Tell the listeners where they can find you. Yeah, so I'm Sandra Inogosa Ludwig. I mean, all social media, you can also look Manifesting Chica. I'm the first that will come up. Check it out on my website because I have a free 30-minute class on Law of Attraction 101. I have a free guide. And um, yeah, I post tons of content in Instagram, Facebook, and, and TikTok. I'm into TikTok now, so yeah. <laughs> I love it, Sandra. I want to open an invitation to come back to the podcast when the second book launches, because I think it will be such an amazing conversation to talk about the things that you just described, like that capitalism, colonization, and all of the things that keep underserved communities from manifesting their dream life. So, Sandra, thank you so much again. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I love this conversation. Thank you.
Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you are ready to take control of your dinero, download our free 15-page Latina's Guide to Building Wealth, the ultimate blueprint to create your dinero systems. This guide includes the best tips on mindset, budgeting, and the dinero systems you need to build wealth. It is completely free, and to get a copy, you need to go to sayolawell.com and enter code WEALTH at checkout and start creating your wealthy life today. Until next time, mujer, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay inspired. On the Say Hola Well podcast and associated entities, all information provided is for general informational purposes only, and it does not constitute legal accounting, tax, or other legal advice. Listeners should not act upon the content information without seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professionals. We assume no responsibility for information contained on this podcast and associated entities and disclaim all liabilities with respect to such information, including but not limited to any liabilities for errors, inaccuracy, omission, misleading, or defamatory statements. Usage of this podcast and associated content constitutes an explicit understanding and acceptance of the terms of this disclaimer.